the Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler show you what it takes to become a top 10% performer in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler, and we have Dr. Kathy Greenberg on the line, and we'll bring her on in just a moment. But today, our guest is Dr. Amen, and he is the author of a new book, which we'll be able to kind of zero in and see what some of the information is there, A Magnificent Mind at Any Age. Let me tell you a little bit about uh, Dr. Daniel Amen. He is a board-certified uh, child, adolescent, and adult psychiatrist. He helped pioneer the use of the brain spec imaging in psychiatry, and we'll get him to explain a little bit more what that's about. Award, he's an award-winning researcher, writer, and teacher. Uh, Dr. Amen has 25 years of clinical experience, and he is the CEO and medical director of Amen Clinics. So there's a series of these clinics, one's in California, one's in Tacoma, Washington, uh, there's another one in Western Virginia. And the Amen Clinics have the world's largest database of brain scans, over 40,000. So any kind of brain that, that people have, they have a scan of that. Dr. Amen is the author of over 30 professional papers and 22 books, including the New York Times bestseller, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. And as you know, uh, Kathy and I, we always want to bring you the best in current leadership topics, interviews with proven leaders, and provide an evidence-based best, pace, best uh, practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. And let me welcome uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, my co-host for the show. Welcome, Kathy. Hi. Thanks uh, for uh, getting Dr. Amen on the program with us today. I'm very excited to learn uh, as much as I can about the uh, brain and behaviors. You know, that's one of our sweet spots. And, of course, on all of our shows, we like to share with our audiences the importance of um, leadership behavior, and that's because we know that leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Most leaders will underestimate just how much influence they have over others, and thus, as you know, they will sometimes underperform. But just just doing a few things differently can really improve your performance and your organization's performance. And Relly and I always try to bring you the latest thinkers and greatest performers in leadership to help you understand how to do that better. So what you'll learn in all of our shows are how to develop more leaders in your organization, what happy companies know about performance, emotional intelligence, and positive psychology strategies. Today we're going to focus on brain and neuroscience contributions to being a top performer. We also often include generation and gender differences, and I'm delighted to know that a magnificent mind at any age, which is what Dr. Amon's going to talk about, will help us understand that as well. So um, without wasting too much time, Raleigh, why don't you talk a little bit about some of the evidence-based research we like to share with our audiences to make sure they understand that whatever we share with them has science behind it. Great. Well, thank you, Kathy. Let me just highlight a few things. Why are we talking so much about leaders? Well, the reason is leaders have anywhere from 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. The leaders are the emotional thermostat for their team. And the reason is emotions are contagious. What goes on in a leader easily gets caught by other folks. And we know that the key to being a star performer 
is someone who's uh, operating in the top 10%. And one of the key success factors is this concept of emotional intelligence. The further someone goes up in their organization, the more they need emotional intelligence when compared to IQ or technical expertise. And the reason we're focused so much on leaders, and hopefully you're taking some of this back to your team, is that if you can get uh, someone in the top 10%, they produce twice as much revenue to the organization as managers in the 11th to the 89th percentile. And both Kathy and I are, are certified executive coaches, and when you bring training to your company, typically it's about a 22% increase in productivity, but if you can add a follow-up of executive coaching, then that productivity can jump up to about 88%. So what I'd like to do is just let you know how you can contact uh, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and myself. Kathy, you can contact her at www.h2cleadership.com for her happiness books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching services. And for myself, Dr. Riley Nadler at www.truenorthleadership.com for emotional intelligence, books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching boot camps. So let me just say a little bit more about our guest, Dr. Daniel Amen. I gave you some of his information earlier. Uh, aside from being the uh, author of 30 professional papers, 22 books, um, he has a PBS special, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, and then he has just finished filming um, another PBS special. Maybe we'll talk about this, based on his book, Magnificent Mind at Any Age. Hello, Dr. Amen, and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we wanted to get an opportunity to pick your brain and kind of get a sneak preview of your ideas and strategies from this new book. We're very excited that this has just come up. And uh, looking at your recent blog, I just want to read this, and then we'll zero in on some of the questions. Brains run the world. They run the stock market, the local market. They run huge corporations and the mom-and-pop shop down the street. Brains run churches, banks, hotels, tennis clubs, dry cleaners, professional basketball teams, Internet dating services, and universities. Brain runs, brains run marriages, choirs, homeowner associations, and terrorist groups. Your brain runs you and is significantly involved in running your family. Yet even though the brain is involved in everything we do at work and at home, we rarely think about or honor the brain. There is no formal education about the brain in MBA programs, no brain training at church, no brain exercise in customer service or management programs, and no real practical education about the brain in school. The lack of brain education is a huge mistake because success in all we do starts with a healthy brain. I want to read that, Dr. Amy, because it's a great summary of, of what we're going to talk about and, and your work. And maybe you can first tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became so interested in the brain and how the mind works. Well, I'm a psychiatrist. I've been a psychiatrist for a long time. And... It, most of my training did not involve uh, the brain. And as I would do my day-to-day -day job, I'm thinking, I'm missing something that's really important uh, because people would often have an erratic response to treatment. And when I had the opportunity about 18 years ago now to start looking at people's brains, just a whole new world of uh, opportunity uh, to help people open, opened up. I actually wrote a program uh, to increase uh, individual success in people's lives uh, many years ago called How to Get Out of Your Own Way. 
and the, the program worked for uh, some people, but for other people it didn't work. And I, I wondered, you know, why? You know, is it not a good program? Or and when I started looking at the brain, the idea just I mean re- really hit hit me very strong is that when your brain works right, you can then program it properly. Um, and when your brain has trouble, um, you're going to have trouble in your life, and it's going to be harder for you to learn. So I've spent uh, the better part of the last two decades uh, working on optimizing people's brains, and when I change your brain uh, in a positive way, I change your life uh, for the better. When I'm um, thinking about what most listeners would like to know about the brain, I can't help but ask the question, how, how would you explain the differentiation between the brain and the mind? You know, actually, I would not say that they're different. They are completely intertwined. Um, take Alzheimer's disease, for example. Uh, no question that that's a brain disorder. Um, and as Alzheimer's disease progresses, people clearly lose their minds. They lose uh, language. They lose their ability to uh, go from place to place. They lose their memory. They might not even recognize uh, people that they love. Um, or someone with a head injury. We know 15% of soldiers coming back from Iraq will have brain damage. Uh, and they come back with uh, hotter tempers, with uh, low frustration tolerance, more substance abuse, uh, and they're they're different uh, than than before. So it's it's clear to me after looking at nearly fifty thousand imaging studies that the mind and the brain are completely intertwined, and we really cannot separate them. When I'm thinking about this differentiation that is um, so clear, the way you just described it, even though it's one acting on the other, in an organization where we have a leader who has been incredibly stressed, especially given the current market conditions. Um, can you talk a little bit about how the brain might be impacted such that their mind might not be functioning optimally? Well, when when we have high levels of stress, it disrupts everything. Um, people don't sleep as well. Their brains are being bathed in stress stress hormones like cortisol. Cortisol, we know, um, decreases memory and your ability to think clearly and rationally. Um, now, we, we all need some stress. People who don't respond properly uh, to stress have more antisocial tendencies. So I often say, you know, we all need some anxiety. Life with no anxiety, uh, those people often get into, into trouble, which is, you know, we shouldn't drive at 125 miles an hour down the freeway in the rain. Uh, and people who have low levels of anxiety will often do that. But obviously too much anxiety will completely disrupt things. And one of the things that feeds that is a lack of emotional skill on how to deal with the, the threats that come our way. 
So uh, in Magnificent Mind at Any Age, my new book, I, I talk about increasing uh, emotional skill to mm. optimize brain function. And that goes right along with a lot of what we talk about in the show is emotional intelligence and what, what some of the questions that we have for you about you know managing impulse control. But one of the questions I have, um, so we'll have to wait until we come back from the break, but it's really around the brain and, and how much cognitive uh, functioning do people lose. So we'll be right back. This is Leadership Development News, and we're talking to Dr. Amen. Bottom line in business, Voice America Business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and and influence so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50 to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Dr. Greenberg, co-author of What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Women Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical training for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy herself is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group training, and as an electrifying conference speaker for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and and proven results. To learn more about adding Kathy and H2C to your team, visit her blog at kathygreenberg.com. That's Kathy with a C, greenberg.com. And click on the H2C link. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. I'm Dr. Kathy Greenberg. On the line, we also have Dr. Amen, the author of A Magnificent Mind at Any Age. And before the break, we were just asking him about how stress uh, impacts uh, 
brain functioning, decision making, and uh, there may not be a specific you know loss of IQ number that you're able to talk about, Daniel, but maybe just uh, you know what you do see when there's so much stress you know in the organizational world and the financial stress. Kind of what does happen to the brain as far as decision making and everything else. Well, it clearly impairs it. We know high cortisol levels actually kill cells in the hippocampus, which is one of the major memory centers uh, in the brain. It also decreases function in the prefrontal cortex, the most human thoughtful part of the brain. But, you know, one of the problems that happens with high stress levels are really bad behavior secondary to, to the stress. Okay, how do I manage the stress? I start start taking sleeping pills, which begin to shut down brain function. Uh, I drink more. I stop exercising. Uh, I'm eating more as a way to manage the stress. And all of those things actually increase the likelihood that stress is going to continue uh, for you. One of the things that um, you talked a little bit about uh, during the break was something called ants. Can we have a little bit of an expanded discussion while we're on the air about what ants are and how you came up with that philosophy? Well, one of the things that, that I see that really ruins people's lives is uh, the negative thinking patterns that, that they get into. You know, being a psychiatrist for a long time, I'd often do something called cognitive therapy with my patients, which is I talk to them about their thoughts. And one day I went home and I had an ant invasion in my kitchen. They were just like everywhere coming out of the light sockets and drawers. And it was a long day at work and I went, this is exactly what happens inside my patients' heads, is they're filled with these ants, automatic negative thoughts, the thoughts that come into your mind automatically and ruin your day. And so what I really needed to teach them about was developing an internal anteater uh, to get rid of the, the thoughts. Because even in a time of crisis and uncertainty, it is our thoughts more than anything else that make us suffer. And when our thoughts become distorted, when we make them out to be worse than they are, it drives panic. Every single one of my panic disorder patients that I can think of uh, were masterful at what I call fortune-telling ants. These are ants where you predict that things are going to turn out badly, even though you don't have that evidence, and then you make it worse still. And, and so developing the cognitive skill, and I believe we should have been taught this information in third grade uh, and then reinforced it throughout our educational career, but there's really nowhere in our educational system that we teach internal logic or how to kill the ants that ruin mm-hmm. our, our lives and our relationships and how we operate at work. So if a CEO is thinking, you know, no one in my organization cares about the company. Well, that's obviously not true unless they really hired a lot of bad people. But just that thought, if you never question the thought, you believe it 100%, and then you act out of as if your erroneous thought was true, which just causes a whole set of uh, negative cascading events. Dr. Amon, as you're... As you're talking about this, I just came from a conference where I was with a couple of women 
who specialize in um, stress relief, and one of them suggests, her name's Dr. Carol Scott, she's an emergency room physician, that one of the ways that you can deal with, as you're calling them, ants, um, is to visualize uh, something uh, like, for example, in patients um, that she's working with that have breast cancer. She says, you know, anytime you get one of those negative thoughts in your head about what might happen to you, park it on a bench, like create this bench in your mind and park it on the bench and keep walking by it. And uh, my question for you is, do you think that this kind of an exercise might be the secret behind why some people actually achieve their dreams as great leaders and others don't? I I think it's part of it. Um, what What I do with my patients is a very simple exercise. Whenever you feel sad, mad, or nervous, write out what you're thinking, and then investigate it. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there's a technique developed by a friend of mine by the name of Byron Katie, where you ask yourself four questions about that thought, and it's just amazing how quickly uh, you can take uh, an event that's really causing you to suffer mm-hmm. and, and stop suffering just by correcting. Uh, in fact, in my office, I collect ant eaters, uh, and it's what we really need to develop in in our head. But it's only part of the picture. I think people get what they want when they define what they want, and they focus on what they want along with having all of the skills to get it. But the first thing you have to do is, is see it, whether it's at work or at home, what kind of husband do I want to be? You know, effective, loving, passionate, caring. Uh, okay, does my behavior get me what I want? But the first thing to do is to define it, see it, meditate on it, because what I've come to learn is that your brain makes happen what it sees. If it sees fear, you are going to struggle with anxiety, depression, and panic. Uh, if it sees uh, success, you're much more likely to do those things to make that happen. So this is uh, excellent as far as kind of giving some techniques and, and stuff, and I want to kind of just go back to maybe some of the, the four questions that may help um, as we look at some of the, the aspects that are in your book. But are you able to kind of share some of those thought questions that you said can, if someone has ants that they're able to quickly uh, look at it differently? Sure. Um, first question. Uh, let, let's take an example. Um, none of my employees care about the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, first question, is it true? Okay. And then you really question the thought. Right. And if you go, yes, it's true. Second question, can I absolutely know that it's true? Well, of course I can't. So that begins to crack the thought. Third question, how do I feel when I have that thought? No one cares about my business. God, I feel terrible. I feel alone. I feel awful. And you begin to realize your bad feelings are directly tied uh-huh. to the thought that you have. Fourth question, who would I be or how would I feel if I didn't have that thought? Well, I'd be my usual self. Uh, I wouldn't be suffering. And then what you do is you take that original thought and you turn it around to its opposite. So what's the opposite of no one cares about my business is people do care about my business. 
And it's interesting when you think no one cares about my business. In your head, you'll come up with five examples of how they don't care. But if you look at the opposite, they do care about my business, you'll come up with five examples of where they do care. Mm -hmm. And it just is such a nice emotionally balancing technique that it helps clean out some of the garbage in your head that drives fear and anxiety. I can just visualize all of our listeners writing these down very hastily. But, of course, if they download this, they can replay it as many times as they want and listen to the questions. But I know that um, what you're talking about is, is so essential to helping all of us as human beings clearly see our feelings and understand our emotions so that we can function, you know, at a high level. But, you know, as you're talking, what are the essential strategies of a magnificent mind and a healthy brain? Uh, let me just add uh, another limb to the tree we're building here. I did a, a brain imaging study on um, focusing on negative thoughts versus mm-hmm. focusing on gratitude. And focusing on negative thoughts completely disrupted the timing in the brain. Mm-hmm. So there's an area in the brain called the cerebellum. It's about 10% of the brain's right. volume, but it contains... 50 to 80% of the brain's neurons. And it's in the back bottom part of your brain. And it helps us with motor coordination, but also with thought coordination, how quickly we can integrate new thoughts. And when people focus on what they hate about their life, their cerebellum drops in activity, which is why people strike out. When they believe they're going to strike out playing baseball, they do. Mm-hmm. Because they become less coordinated. Mm-hmm. So, but when they focused on gratitude, their cerebellum boosted in activity and their emotional brain settled down. So, focusing on what you love about your life, what you're grateful for in your life, is really critical. And it's one of those components of, uh, It's an essential strategy for a magnificent mind. Now, the other one, and this sort of takes us in a completely different direction, but it's protecting the physical functioning of your brain. Because if you hurt it with a brain injury, and I know many CEOs have attention deficit disorder, very common. Um, And so they tend to be risk takers. Mm-hmm. But they're also risk-takers in their personal life, which means they're skiing down uh, black diamond slopes, which puts them at greater risk for a brain injury. Right. Brain injuries really upset a magnificent mind. We need to do a much better job of taking care of the physical functioning of our brains. Likewise, toxic exposure uh, upsets the physical functioning of your brain, which means it's going to uh, impair your ability to have a magnificent mind. Not getting enough sleep decreases blood flow. So what about brain. alcohol? Alcohol diminishes blood flow. Right. You know, we have this notion going around our country that alcohol is a health food. And it's like, hello, <laughs> alcohol is not a health food. Uh, it damages brain function. Now, you can get this, you know, Reversatol from the skin of red uh, grapes that they make wine with, and you can buy that at Costco uh, without the alcohol that's toxic for your brain. Well, we'll be right back with uh, Dr. Daniel Amen talking more about the, uh, the book, A Magnificent Mind at Any Age. You're listening to Leadership Development News. 
Sign in Business. Voice America Business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, Books and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50 to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Dr. Greenberg, co-author of What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Women Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical training for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy herself is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group training, and as an electrifying conference speaker for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results. To learn more about adding Kathy and H2C to your team, visit her blog at kathygreenberg.com. That's Kathy with a C, Greenberg.com. And click on the H2C link. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. You're listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking with Dr. Amen. has a new book, A Magnificent Mind, at any age. And before we move on, um, one of the things I know, uh, Dr. Amen, that you have done is the spec imaging. And maybe you could tell us about, you know, what, what do you see, what is a spec uh, image, and then we'll get back to some of the essential strategies of that magnificent line. Brain spec imaging is uh, a tool that completely changed my life. Uh, 1991, I ordered my first spec scan. It's a nuclear medicine study that looks at blood flow and activity patterns. It looks at how the brain functions. And as a psychiatrist, you know, I have to say, psychiatrists are the only medical doctors that never look at the organ that they treat. And the spec basically gives us three pieces of information, areas of your brain that work well, 
areas of the brain that are low in activity and the areas of the brain that are high in activity. And then based on what we see in the scan, we balance a person's brain. If it works too hard, we want to calm it down. If it doesn't work hard enough, we want to stimulate it. And, I mean, it's just revolutionized the way I think about and treat my patients. And it's revolutionized the way I think about myself because after seeing... uh, hundreds of scans uh, in the first year, I developed brain envy. I wanted a better brain. And what I realized is that my day-to-day actions uh, influenced my brain. If I didn't get enough sleep, less than six hours of sleep at night decreases blood flow to the brain. If I drank too many diet sodas, if I didn't exercise, if I was under chronic stress, all of those things have a negative impact on my brain. And when you really get it, this concept of brain envy, you realize that when your brain is healthy, you are having more fun in your life. You're more effective in your life. You're more loving, more thoughtful. Your energy is better and your memory is better. And when your brain does not work right, you struggle and you make less money in your life and you're more likely to be going to marital counseling or seeing divorce attorneys than with a healthy brain. And uh, it's just, it's really literally revolutionized the way I live and think. And which is why I'm so excited about Magnificent Mind at Any Age because it teaches people, you know, what is it that I can do day in and day out to optimize my brain to have a better life. Now, when we were um, going to break, we were talking about essential strategies of a magnificent mind and healthy brain. You talked a little bit about um, the drug of alcohol, and uh, you talked a little bit about sleep. And, Relly, I think you wanted to hear more uh, about some of those aspects of of brain and behavior. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah. Well, you know, if you drink, probably less than two normal-sized glasses a week. People who drink every day have smaller brains, according to a study from Johns Hopkins. So alcohol is not a health food. Uh, You need at least six hours of sleep at night. And if you really want the fountain of youth, think about blood flow. Um, Whatever is good for your heart is good for your brain. Whatever is bad for your heart is bad for your brain. And recently, I wrote a book called Sex on the Brain, and I had to add to that, whatever is good for your heart is good for your brain is good for your genitals, uh, because it's all about blood flow, and whatever is bad for your heart is bad for your brain is bad for your genitals. Did you know that 40% of 40-year-olds have erectile dysfunction? Wow. 70% of 70-year-olds have erectile dysfunction. That means they also have brain dysfunction. Mm. That's a disaster. So what are the things that disrupt blood flow to the brain? Alcohol, for sure. Nicotine, caffeine. Caffeine is a powerful vasoconstrictor, which means it constricts blood flow. What about sugar? To the brain. Sugar is pro-inflammatory. So, you know, the the reason... that the higher protein, lower carbohydrate diets work is because they get rid of the sugar. Now, I don't think they're necessarily all that, but the good parts about them is they're getting rid of the sugar, which upsets um, blood sugar levels can clearly, when they drop, make you stupid. So what do you do to increase blood flow to your brain? 
um, you take care of your heart and you exercise because exercise boosts blood flow to your brain. Even though your brain is only 2% of your body's weight, it uses 25% of the blood flow in your body. So it's just essential to think about it. And there are certain supplements like ginkgo that boost blood flow to the brain. I started taking ginkgo because what I realized, uh, the prettiest brains I ever saw were people who took ginkgo. Is that right? Now, you also talked about caffeine. I know a lot of folks with Starbucks live on caffeine. Is there there a number of, uh, you know, coffee cups uh, that people shouldn't go over? A day? Well, probably no more than two. But when I say two, that means, you know, like six ounce Uh cups as opposed to the 20 ounce, 30 ounce uh, cups. And and sodas and diet sodas are a disaster for brain function. Uh, Aspartame. NutraSweet turns into wood alcohol uh, in in your body. And when I was 35, I'm 54, I had arthritis uh, in my knees and my hands, and I just thought I was getting old. And when I started learning about brain health, I went, oh, maybe this isn't good for me, and stopped it, and my arthritis went away. And I'm like, goodness, you know, uh, we we really should be. And and did you know aspartame is in children's multiple vitamins if you get them at places like Target? And and I'm like, read the label. Everybody needs to start reading the labels. I mean, something we sort of think we should do, we really should do. When uh, I'm listening here to all these things, of course, you know, now I'm obviously much more careful um, having listened to this. But one of the things that I'm thinking is so important to people is not only their mental health from their diet, but their passion, what they do, how they do it. You just said something that triggered uh, a, a real important point for me, and that is when you have gratitude, you ignite the brain's functions. How does that relate to a passion for an individual who's a leader? Well, you know, as we all know, passion can be good or it can be bad. Um, Getting involved with a bad passion, like Internet pornography or gambling, can just be a disaster for the brain uh, because it literally can hijack your brain. But when you engage in something positive that you love, it actually ignites some of those same circuits and floods your brain with a chemical called dopamine that works in an area of the very interesting area of the brain called the basal ganglia. That when you love what you do, the drive and motivation part of your brain lights up and can actually take over. Uh, So even people whose brains might not be all that great, if they're doing positive things that they love, it can drive these circuits in your brain uh, that improve your concentration, focus, and uh, energy. I've known for a long time treating ADD kids that if they study something that they love, they need less medicine. Uh, if they engage uh, in relationships with people they really care about, their ability to focus and their impulse control is so much better over time, which is why I encourage them always, uh, or at least as reasonable as possible, do things that you care about, do things that you love, because you'll need less medicine. So um, another one of the things that 
that's in your new book, and that's what we're having an uh, opportunity to highlight. Very fortunate for that. You talk a little bit about uh, that leaders or individuals will need to apply the brakes to strengthen the brain's internal control. And what and what do you mean by that when you say apply the brakes? And I'm wondering if that's similar to what we talk about with emotional intelligence around uh, impulse control. Impulse control is just so critical. People who uh, get what they want in life, they are able to modulate their lives. They don't say the first thing that comes to their mind and hurt other people's feelings and push people away. Um, Before they make a business decision, they really think about it and entertain the options, and they play things out in their head. Uh, People who have no breaks uh, get themselves into all sorts of hot water. And actually, some of our medicines, uh, especially some of the antidepressants and anti-anxiety medicines uh, disrupt uh, the brain's breaking function and people uh, can uh, develop all sorts of uh, impulse control problems. In my new PBS special that's coming out at the end of November, I talk about the story of a woman who was depressed. Her family doctor put her on Prozac and she felt much better. In fact, she felt fabulous. But she's at a stoplight, and a guy winked at her, which was not unusual because she was uh, a pretty woman. Uh, but what she then did was unbuttoned her blouse and showed the man her breasts. And then, you know, she was horrified by her own behavior, sped off as he tried to follow her. And that's when she stopped her medicine and came to see me and when we scanned her, what we found is the break part of her brain in the front part of her brain was already low in activity, and she was put on medicine that lowered it further. So you have to be careful sometimes of the treatment because sometimes the treatments can clearly make you worse. So if you have problems in your life with impulse control, you hurt people's feelings, you say things without thinking, you make decisions that get you into hot water. One, be evaluated for problems like, did you have a brain injury that affected the front part of your brain? Do you have ADD? Get those things treated. They can be treated in a dramatically, you know, positive way. And then watch your sleep, because when you get less sleep, you have lower function in your brain. And watch your blood sugar, because low blood sugar levels clearly disrupt your uh, ability to have good impulse control. Well, we'll be right back with more of uh, Dr. Daniel Amen here at Leadership Development News, so don't go away. Line in business, Voice America business. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence 
so you and your team perform better. What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. On the web at SkillsUSA.org. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50 to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Dr. Greenberg, co-author of What Happy Companies Know and What Happy Women Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the happiness equals profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical training for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy herself is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group training, and as an electrifying conference speaker for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results. To learn more about adding Kathy and H2C to your team, visit her blog at kathygreenberg.com. That's Kathy with a C, greenberg.com. And click on the H2C link. The Internet's only all-business and financial radio network, Voice America Business. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions that you're just dying to ask, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're here talking with Dr. Daniel Amen about his new book, A Magnificent Mind at Any Age. And before we went to break, uh, Daniel, you were talking about uh, many different aspects of how we need uh, to manage our brain through health and wellness. But can you talk a little bit about how we can get unstuck as leaders and enhance the brain's ability to change and adapt? You know, it's so important uh... You know, before the break, we talked about impulse control. Another thing that gets people really into great trouble is is rigid thinking patterns or getting stuck on certain um, ideas or modes of operating. Uh, we now know in this uh, changeable economy uh, that people need to be flexible and uh, be able to sort of go with the flow. When the brain has low serotonin levels, what we see is the front part of the brain is not low, it's too high. 
inactivity, and people get stuck, and they can become worried, rigid, inflexible. Things don't go their way. They get upset. They tend to be argumentative and oppositional. So boosting serotonin levels uh, can can just be ever so helpful, and we can do that with medicine, but I always think, you know, that maybe it's a hammer when you don't need it. Um, exercise, intense aerobic exercise boosts serotonin levels to the brain. In fact, there's this one study um, where for 12 weeks they compared Zoloft, one of our really good serotonin antidepressants, with exercise. And at the end of 12 weeks, they were equally effective for people who had major depression. At the end of 10 months, exercise just beat the socks off of Zoloft. So make sure that you have exercise uh, in your diet. And simple carbohydrates, like a piece of wheat bread, uh, also boost carbohydrates uh, in the brain. So there's certain foods that you can eat that will enhance that. Plus, one of my favorite exercises, whenever you're stuck, write out what you're stuck about and then write out what you can do and what you can't do. Another technique I use is distraction. When you get a thought in your head more than three times, physically, get up and go do something different. And don't argue with people who are stuck. You know, if it's your wife that gets stuck on things or, you know, your chief financial officer, when they, like, bring something up for the third time, the best technique there is distraction. You know, go, like... um, Go for a walk or uh, just say, look, um, I call this the bathroom technique. Say, look, you know, things are getting intense. Um, I need to go to the bathroom. I'll be back. We'll talk about this in 10 minutes. And often when you come back, people have shifted. And it's such a nice conversation than, you know, two people. And usually it's two people who get stuck uh, end up fighting until there's some blow-up. Well, this is right along the lines. We had talked with Dr. Jeffrey Schwartz a while back about how, yeah, how do you change the brain, and it was all around attention and focus. You know, so those two words we talk about a lot in leadership. You know, what's what's your attention? What's your focus? Just like you're saying, how do you change your attention and focus if you're coming up with some of these negative thoughts? Yeah. One of the the things that we wanted to ask you, Daniel, you were talking about some of the hidden shortcuts. We wanted to make sure we um, covered. What what is a uh, hidden shortcut, and then how could they be ruining your life? Well, what a lot of people don't really get is that your brain's involved in everything you do, and there are all sorts of ways the brain can have trouble. And if the brain struggles, you are going to struggle in your life. So if you have undiagnosed uh, ADD or attention deficit disorder, short attention span, distractibility, disorganization, impulse control problems, procrastination, um, you're not going to get anywhere near your potential unless you get that effectively treated. If you have an anxiety disorder or obsessive-compulsive disorder, bipolar disorder or a substance abuse problem, all of those things can be disastrous. If you are around toxins, environmental toxins, uh, in my um, PBS special, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life, I actually open it with the story of a couple who failed marital therapy, three years, $25,000, and at the end, the therapist told them to get divorced. And 
when we scanned uh, the husband, he, he had what looked like a drug brain, but he'd never used drugs or alcohol. He was working in a furniture factory and was being exposed to environmental toxins. So it's just critical if you're struggling in your life or you're not near your potential to evaluate the brain to see if, you know, these brain short circuits are not, in fact, short-circuiting your life. When uh, we often speak to, uh, to great minds like yours, we uh, get people who want to, uh, to get more information from you. So how can we uh, have our listeners uh, learn more about you? How'd you? How would you like them to contact you, if at all? Well, they can uh, contact us through our website at amenclinics.com. So amen, like the last word in the prayer, uh, clinics.com. Um, and pick up one of my books, Change Your Brain, Change Your Life. Uh, this week was number five on the New York Times bestseller list. Uh, so they should be able to find it easily in stores. And at uh, uh, the end of November, Magnificent Mind at Any Age uh, would be out uh, for them to pick up as well. Beautiful. So before we we got probably about another minute or so, any kind of tips about getting uh, leaders can do to get kind of their brain unstuck in in regards to the ability to change and adapt? And I think that's a key skill, obviously, you know, at this time and for leaders. So what what are any tips about the ability to change and adapt? Well, the the first thing, no question, is keep it healthy, uh, because with a healthy brain, you're more likely to be flexible. Um, boost your serotonin levels with you know through your diet and exercise. Make it a goal uh, to be more flexible. And you know if you just find that you can't get unstuck, have somebody look at your brain to see if uh, it's functioning in the most uh, ideal way. I see people doing crossword puzzles and Sudoku and lots of things like that. What do you think about that in terms of creating a resilient brain? I think it's helpful, but I think it's limited. Uh, you always want to do things that are new and different for you. My favorite exercise is learning to dance uh, because that involves the cerebellum uh, and so many other parts of your brain, your memory centers. It's too music. Now, of course, when you drink, when you dance, that's very bad. That's, that's not helping you. But learning to dance, playing table tennis is really great to increase the flexibility of your brain. We've actually found that it boosts brain function in the front part uh, of your brain and clearly works your cerebellum and do things that are always new and different for you. So once you've mastered crossword puzzles, they're not helping you. Uh, you know, if you're pushing yourself to do harder and harder ones, then they're useful to the language centers of your brain. But you also, you know, you want to read but then join a reading group because if you have to tell other people what you read, now you're exercising your brain. Do you think the we uh, interactive programs are helpful for both children and adults? You know, I worry a lot about video games for kids because we are unleashing this technology on children with no neuroscience uh, research behind it, and I'm very, uh, very concerned about that. Well, so uh, thank you, uh, Daniel. Let me just kind of bring us to a close here. We've been talking with Dr. Uh, Daniel Amen, a magnificent mind at any age, and the website uh, you mentioned is amenclinics.com, uh, Amen Clinic, right, or clinics. Either one. Okay. 
and that uh, your new book, uh, Magnificent Mind at, at Any Age, is going to be out, he said, in November. The end right. of November. Okay. Well, thank you very much for being on the show. This was very enlightening, uh, great tips, and I hope that our audience can start improving their brain. Great. Thanks, Dan. Thank you so much. You're welcome. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers, with your hosts, Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you're leaving us today with some great ideas and inspiration from today's top leaders. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Voice America Business Channel. Up-to-date business and financial news. Money, money. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. Voice America Business. 